Hey everybody, it's Luxo with Coco Molder, and today is February 12th, I believe. <laughs> yes, I do believe it's that one day before my sister's birthday, so I'm saying happy pre-birthday to my sister, just in case she happens to listen to this. Um, so what's up? right? Um, I want to talk about Girl Scouts, right? Because I don't know if I told you all. I'm sorry about the beeping because you all know what I'm doing. I'm headed off. I just stopped to get my coffee. <laughs> I usually, I, I stop to get my coffee in the middle of uh, of my podcast. Um, but today I decided let me get it first and then head on to my meeting, right? Because of course I'm, I'm always going to a meeting. So, anywho, uh, what's up? Right, so Girl Scouts. So I am a new Girl Scout troop leader. Not new to Girl Scouts, but just new to um, leading a troop. Because I was a Girl Scout when I was a kid. I was actually a boot. Uh, a, a camp, I was in Campfire as well when I was a kid. Which is, I don't know whatever what happened to Campfire, but if anybody knows what happened, they may have been consumed by girl the Girl Scouts. But um, anywho, I became a Girl Scout troop leader because my daughter didn't have someone last year to lead the troop and so she missed out on um girl scouts essentially in kindergarten where she would have been a daisy um and then she missed out in first grade because there was nobody to lead last year and of course um there was no recruitment going on for girl scout troop leaders so this year <clears throat> when she got to school at the beginning of the year they were talking about you know, Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts. And, you know, in her mind, she's like, Mommy, I really want to try Girl Scouts. I want to be a Girl Scout. And I said, oh, okay. Um, all right. She says, no, they're having a meeting. Can you go to the meeting? And I'm like, okay. And she says, and if nobody volunteers to be a troop leader, can you volunteer? So I essentially was voluntold to be a Girl Scout troop leader so that my daughter could have the experience of being in Girl Scouts, which... By the way, I have no problem um, giving my kids an opportunity to experience something. My only request for them is that when they ask, that they complete it. That they don't get to they don't get to quit uh, halfway uh, in the season. So once you start something, you've got to finish it all the way through. And so um, that's how I ended up being a Girl Scout troop leader because my daughter wanted the experience. So ha ha ha! Fast forward. You know, uh, what is this? February, October, November, December, January, February. Five months, right? Um, and uh, we are in the, the, the thick skin of Girl Scout cookie sales, right? Because we started cookie sales December 16th. And we have roughly under 50 days left to sell cookies. And so I did a Girl Scout recruitment. And I ended up with 10 little ones joining my troop. And I have a co-leader and I have some very great parents who signed up to be Girl Scouts as well. And so we made a decision, right? Because I don't know if anybody is like me, but when you start something new or you're getting ready to engage in something new, you do your research, you study, you read, you want to know, you know, how it works and how troops are successful and things like that. And so that's kind of what I did in that first um, month prior to our first meeting is I read and I and I did watch videos and I you know online and I wanted to know like what why a troop 
you know, is successful, you know, because, of course, I honestly never even paid attention to when cookies went on sale and things like that. It's, you know, I just look up and somebody's at Kroger's selling Girl Scout cookies, and you know that that's cookie time, right? So here we are, um, five months, six months later, and our girls just finished their first round of Girl Scout cookie sales. Now, here's the cool thing about Girl Scouts, right? Is that prior to that, um, that window opening up, you've got to work with the girls on, you know, public speaking, not being afraid to talk to people, not afraid to ask people, hey, do you want to buy Girl Scout cookies? You know, have working with the parents, which I love my parents, right? It's because you get to work with them on helping their kids really do this by themselves because at the end of the day Girl Scouts is a business it's an entrepreneurial business and these kids get to take on the ownership of their own cookie business because that's what it boils down to and in that they get to learn key leadership skills they get to learn you know basically how to develop a business plan they get to make a decision on whether they're going to sell cookies, you know, on paper or they're going to sell cookies digitally. Are they going to, you know, create a cookie booth and be out at the Kroger's or the Sam's Club or whatever selling their cookies because they've ordered so many. So all of this stuff comes into play when you're a Girl Scout, right? So why am I talking about this? Well, I read an article a couple of weeks ago that said if your daughter is a Girl Scout, don't sell the cookies for them. And I get it, right? Like, I totally get it right now because I'm in agreement. They don't get the experience of ownership of what they've learned in their sessions if I or the parents go out holistically and sell all the cookies for them. And so you have to give them the opportunity to make phone calls, call aunties, uncles, grannies, grandfathers, whomever, you know, to sell cookies to. Now, it's not easy because these are um, really seven and eight-year-olds, right? I have a young troop. These are big Girl Scouts. These are little Girl Scouts. So they are, um, I have a split troop of daisies and brownies, right? And they have the best personalities. Don't get me wrong. These are the girls who are very precocious and all about that life. And they really got that this is a business that they have uh, uh, a hand in. And so they set a goal at the beginning of their um, lessons on learning their cookies and learning, you know, the business and all of that kind of stuff. That if they sold a thousand, right, it's 10 girls and each girl sold a hundred boxes of cookies, they would hit the a thousand mark and they would not have to go and sell cookies at a cookie booth. This was their goal. And I was in agreement with it because I, I can tell you right now, I am not about the life of begging anyone for anything personally, um, but that's my personal, you know, thought pattern. And so if I can ensure that these girls get that the hard work will pay off if they do their part, then they get rewarded. And so their reward was to sell as a troop at minimum a thousand boxes of cookies. And you know what? By January, they were at the 800 mark. By February, they are into the 13, 1400 mark, right? So they basically uh, superseded their maximum of a thousand uh, 
boxes of cookies. And I have picked the cookies up and distributed, distributed them to their parents so that they could give their cookies back to the people who bought cookies from them, which I consider to be very, very efficient because that's how I think, right? I don't want 1,500 boxes of cookies sitting in my living room waiting for parents to get up and come get them. And so we have a very good working relationship in my mind. Um, and I will do a mini survey, of course, at the end of the season, you know, to have parents give me some feedback on, you know, what they want to see different for next year, right? So that's not really uh, why this podcast was, you know, initiated. This podcast was initiated because there are older troops in our building, right? And they are established troops, very established, have been, some probably have been going since kindergarten. And so those girls are now in third, fourth grade, right? And so those people who are leading those troops basically have, have had an opportunity to be great, and I was recruited, you know, through their leadership and their and their sharing, right? They sold me on the fact that it is a great opportunity and you get to have fun and you get the girls get to learn things and yada yada yada, right? So I essentially, along with my co-leader and parents, have learned this business in and out on our own. Right? There's been no help from the older troops. There's been no check-in from the older troops. Um, all, all we've really had was um, messages, you know, saying, hey, we're doing this. Your girls are welcome to join. Um, and then they can pay for their badges, blah, blah, blah. And our troop decided that we would pay dues. And if you were a parent, you would pay dues as well. So it may be some parents have dues that are double because you and your child are a Girl Scout. So I'm a Girl Scout. My daughter's a Girl Scout. So we pay double dues. It, it, now all, all the other parents agreed that they would, you know, also sign up to be Girl Scouts. And then they would pay double dues, which works for me. It's beautiful because we started out our our COFER. If we have 10 girls, $50 a piece um, is their dues. And then the parents pay their $50. So we had a nice um, cushion in our bank account to start out. So, fast forward to this week, we get a, a request for our girls to join the older girls on Thursday for a troop event where Children's Hospital is going to be coming in to do a presentation and the girls are going to make um, hearts and things for kids who are, are on the uh, heart transplant list, which is beautiful, right? But the troop leader sent me a text message on accident and I'm telling you it really was eye-opening because it was an accident she didn't mean to send it to me so there's multiple things going on so they we hosted uh, back in the fall a hat gloves and scarf event where we would take those hat gloves and scarves and donate it to an organization that's, connect, that's connected to where I work and um, I had to wait for the CEO to get back to me to give me a date on whether or not it was okay for the girls, the older girls, because the younger girls can't really go to a food pantry and work and understand it. Not at this, not at this age. And of course, they're not old enough either way. 
And so it would be something that would be more beneficial to older kids than maybe 9, 10 years old, maybe 11 or 12. And so my troop assisted in collecting hats, gloves, and scarves, but they were not going to be the troop to go and do the service learning project. Anywho, I get this text message that was sent accidentally, and it's okay because I was in a pretty decent mood, so I didn't like get upset, but I was like, wow, tell me how you really feel, right? And essentially what it boils down to is, mind you, I'm the new troop, that I should be more supportive of, the, of their troops. And I'm like, mm, usually when a new kid comes along, the kids embrace them and try and make them feel comfortable and welcomed and all that kind of stuff, right? Not the other way around. A new kid doesn't walk into the classroom and say, hey, let me help you all be comfortable with me. Doesn't work that way. Not that I've ever seen, and I could be wrong. So I essentially, you know, was reading her text messages, you know, because of course she realized that she sent it to me and didn't mean to. And I, what I got out of that is that your expectations, though not clear, don't match up with my expectations. And I had no expectations of them personally, not at all. Because if you don't reach out day one, I don't expect you to reach out day 56, day 78. That's just how I think. And I'm not going to reach out to you unless it is something that I ultimately ultimately require so it wouldn't have happened either way and so now she wants to be now she wants to have lunch she wants to talk about it and you know she wants you know all she ever wanted to you know have was a working relationship with our troop but that's not really essentially how it came down right so of course I'm going out of town next week so I can't meet with her um, this week, but don't offer to have lunch, pay for my lunch. We can meet and we can talk and we can discuss, you know, what you think your expectations are and whether or not I can accommodate your expectations for my troop. Because my troop is working efficiently. I mean, it's just amazing how people think that, you know, you invited me to be a troop leader, but essentially it's our troop and it's our business that we're running. So, Unless you want to do something collaboratively, there's really nothing to discuss. And I could be wrong and you all can tell me I'm being wrong. But I just want people to just be mindful that when you take on the leadership of whatever it may be, you get to choose who you collaborate with. You get to choose who you work with. You shouldn't, have, you shouldn't feel obligated to work with anybody if they don't match up with what your mission and vision is for your... Um, organization or your troop or your um boy scouts or your basketball team or your volleyball team you set the mission and vision with your with your team right so i sat with my 10 parents my 10 girls and we decided as a troop how we would see our troop work anything extra is incidental personally and so going forward in the world of girl scouts we're going to rock out next year because we were able to meet our goal, right? We were able to establish that our girls are willing to put in the work to make sure that cookie sales is a part of growing their business. So going forward, I hope everybody has a great day. 
I just had to get that off my chest because I think that Troop 77091 is awesome sauce. And they did a beautiful, beautiful job this season. I mean, their first season out and they are over 14, 1500 boxes of cookies, 10 little girls. So I think that's amazing. So if you translate, translate that into dollars and cents, that's roughly about six, $7,000 in cookie sales. And I think that's, I mean, amazing for your first year out. And of course, we don't get that back because Girl Scouts is a business. They only give you what they give you per box you sell. But how good is that for these girls to really put in the work? So I will let you all know. I will come back and give you the update on what happens in our um, our collective uh, Girl Scout troop leader meeting of our um, our girls and let you know if there's some changes or if there's going to be some collaborative work. Um, but anywho, as I always say, be well and um, do a random act of kindness because this world is in uproar, right? The world is in uproar. It's, it's, um, it's in a tailspin. And so just, just be kind. Be a little patient because you never know what somebody is going through.